We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. You heard that old-time radio guy. This is the finest in entertainment and culture. The best the world can provide. Or otherwise known as The Lori and Julia Show. Otherwise, sometimes known as the Pauline Erndahl and Flossie Heffelfinger Show. Yes. As you'll find out tomorrow night at 7 as we do War of the Worlds. Yes, you will. Hi, everybody. We're trying to uh, get launched on our computer thing. Lori said she didn't get the link. I, now I have. Yes. I'm joining the video. Yeah, you can see us. Because Lori got her hair yeah. and stuff today. Lori right? did get. For nothing else, log in to see your cute new glasses and your hair. Oh, thank you, darling. It's darling. It's darling. Okay, so when we left yesterday, we were telling people to make long-distance dedication. Yes. And um, donate money to Springboard for the Arts, our organization. Should I read you a few of them? Well, Julie, I just want you to know that uh, the morning show decided to help us and troll us at the same time, which is really an art. It's really a skill. So a lot of these dedications you're going to see are dedicated to the best show on my talk, which is an art show. (laughs) And so they put out that cry. And of course, it's hysterical. Help the girls raise money and make a donation and dedicate it to our show, the Jason and Alexa show. So go ahead and read some of them and you'll see. My favorite was the person who donated $7 to their favorite show, Jason and Alexa. Okay, hold on a second. All right, yes, here's $10 from Kristen on behalf of the number one franchise radio show in the Twin Cities, Jason and Alexa's. (laughs) Thank you for your donation, Donette. Dedicated to the My Talk franchise show, Jason Alexis in the Morning, the best. Right. Donna, dedicated to the best and funniest morning show, uh, Jason Alexis. Mm-hmm. Um, $25 from Michelle, dedicated to love all the shows, but the morning show, of course, is the best. Right. Um, Amelia, dedicated it to the morning show. They dedicated to the one with Ian and Marjorie. <laughs> there was a slam, kind of <laughs> over the slam. Um, Tammy, in honor of Jason, Alexis, Don, and Kenny, the classiest morning show on the air. That wasn't a diss to us. I, do, uh, I, I don't care. I mean, I, I think it's it was such a clever way I of love doing this. it. It's an art to Someone, help and troll at the same yes, time. Because I had a dream, which might have just been a thought, mm-hmm. um, that I was even going to call Jason and say, can you please come on our show and help us fundraise? No, no. He took care of that this he morning. Did. I yeah. love it. Here's Cindy, $107 for nice. our dial in honor of the star franchise players. Jason, Alexis, Don, and Kenny of the morning show 
altruism is fun, but competition is even funner. Um, Heather dedicated to the breast ra- radio show, Jason Lexus. Do you um, see Amy, what's happening here? Yep, they rock. <laughs> um, Pam, in honor of the morning show and Team Raisin and Team Cottage Cheese. Um, Kim, in honor of the Jason and Alexis franchise with a heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just keeps going on, but I I, I don't care. It's, it's a few hundred dollars. That's Thank right. Thank you so much. If people want to continue to dedicate stuff and diss us at the same time, we're in. That's right. Just go to my talk. Insults keyword. are welcome. Insults are encouraged. Go for it. But then so are compliments. Right. We want to be equal opportunities. Just look at Lori's these. hair. <laughs> right. Because it looks exceptional today. <laughs> it always looks good, but today I think you're really good. So throughout our show, we're going to have people on. You know, we are doing, we are raising money for Springboard for the Arts which is um, an economic and community development organization for artists by artists. And some of the people on today and part of what they do besides the emergency artist fund relief fund for all of our people in the arts that need extra help right now. um, They also have a lot of education. They have free legal advice. They have classes to learn how to get, you know, your rights to your stuff online. And so they help people grow in their fields, which has been a real, you know, we're going to hear from, Catherine Horowitz later today was helping us out with our flossing. Yeah. That's my name. What does she do? Foley. Foley. Okay. Foley, not flossing. <laughs> We're going to floss Very our teeth different. at four online. So anyway, people have used their resources yeah. and they help out a lot of people in a different ways. But thank you, Jason, Alexis, Kenny, and Don. Now here is a story that might be worth several $20 donations. Are okay. Sh- All right. Okay. Because I don't know. If anyone has talked about this, I don't know if anyone noticed yesterday how beautiful the almost full moon looked in the pink and blue sky. Beautiful. Beyond beautiful. Did you get to see it, Rocco, when you were driving home? Yesterday? That low-hanging yes. moon. Was beautiful. That we could see it, actually. That was amazing. It's, it's amazing. Beautiful. So here's what's going to happen. And if you like this story, feel free to make a donation. Um, but first of all, of course, we get an extra hour of Halloween fun, whatever that may be, because we're falling back, aren't we, on Saturday night? Yes, we yeah, are. Wasn't this supposed to be the year of the epic Halloween with the fall and the with extra the blue sleep moon. and the moon? Yeah, so here Friday we are. And Saturday. So the blue moon, which is by definition a, ra- a rarity, will rise this month and take its full, full moon shape on Saturday night, so please take note, werewolves. Okay. And this lunar event, it means simply a second full moon rises in the same month. The first one is a harvest moon. That lit up the sky at the beginning of the month, October 1st, and it also was the blood moon, meaning a full moon that happens in October. So the only way the moon will actually be blue will be if there's dust and smoke and blah, blah, blah. But this year's Halloween full moon. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'll try to mix in Elvis as much as possible, Lori. So we're going to see it across all time zones on Halloween night. And um, the next blue moon will not happen until August 30th, 2023. Oh, and hopefully Halloween of 2020 is just a distant memory that we might laugh about. Full moons, though, on Halloween are even rarer. They only happen, you guys, only every 18 or 19 years. Wow. They need a refund on this year's Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. We are missing out 
Come on. We could have had two nights of partying, a full blue moon, an extra hour of sleep. That's right. But we've got something to howl about. It is, you know, this blue moon doesn't happen on Halloween. The last time it happened was 18 or 19 years ago. And the next time it happens is in 18 or 19 years. I love it. Now, my in my neighborhood, there are quite a few families with kids. And this is what's happening. A Halloween scavenger hunt. Okay, how fun is that? And every house that's participating has to post a clue on their front door. Where the candy is? Where the candy is. But your clue has to be something because the candy has to be spread out. Because I just thought I'd stick it in a bucket and let the kids just grab it. Well, that's the whole idea. So... Anyway, I'm hoping. I do have your clue. Have you written? Your, I hope you're participating. Of course. Did Kate? Did you guys write the, a clue? So, this is not, probably not the first time you've asked Lori if she had a clue. Well, if I had a no, clue, that's no, right. Because okay, but wait, Rocco, where that where? wasn't lost on us. But remember, if you can find the button, boo, boo. I don't care. That's right. You're, but anyway, I got to. We got to figure out the clue. Figure out the hiding. Space. That's totally a fun idea. Yeah, I know it. So, um, and then, you know, uh, we're having another Mercury in retrograde that started um, just a couple days ago. Thank, thankfully, this so, is so exciting. Well, just just remember there can be drama. So try and avoid drama, dramatic conversations, conversations that are going to get people annoyed to you because it oh, ends feels- on November 3rd, okay. which is fitting. No, I think it's, I had that last night with my wife. Did, we were, you? did you? We were trying to figure out Halloween, and we were both yeah. sort of like, eh, it's no, not no, no. Real. Well, what it, is Bruno going to do? Well, that's just it. We're trying to figure it out. You know, like we thought about having people over to watch, you know, Halloween right? TV and right? movies. But then we're like, I don't know. There's a new outbreak again. Do we really want to invite yes. a whole bunch of people over? Mm-hmm. So we think we're going to maybe go send him to his friend's house to drop off like Halloween treats in costume and distancy. So at least he gets to dress up and see his friends and be outside. But I think that's yeah. a great idea. Yeah. A lot of misunderstandings between two days we're ago back on and Mercury next Tuesday. Right. Yeah, just yeah. saying. Yeah. No, my wife and I were just not seeing eye to eye last night nope. talking about Halloween. Well, this- now I, I see it. It's Mercury in retrograde. Honey. Right. Yeah. And, and co-workers, if you've got an ex-lover knocking around, sniffing around, wondering what you've been up to, current people that you're involved with, it's just... A fraught yes, time. Yes, I get it. I get it. We've got another donation. Oh, good. Okay, this for the is, Blue Moon story, yeah, or for not, Jason and Alexis. Well, those haven't come <laughs> in. Well, this one is actually for musicians, and this is oh, from good. Sadie, and she gave money on behalf of her fellow musicians affected by COVID nineteen. Springboard for the Arts helped her when gig cancellations first started, and she's extremely grateful. So good. Thank you. So keep them coming. We'll read your dedications. Diss us. Tell us how much you like all the other shows. We don't care. <laughs> Bring it on, but we'll read it live. All right, listen, when we come back, it's our story we can't get enough of. Okay, we've raised $65 in uh, 15 minutes there, Rocco. Woot, woot. And uh, one sweet person, you know, did it in honor of Springboard Arts because they helped her. Yeah, which is way cool. Yeah. So thank you, everybody. Ding, 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 ding. ding I love ding, it. Okay, uh, let's talk about how quickly everybody is finishing Queen's Gambit, the Netflix show. About you know who best. I saw on Twitter likes the show is Roycey. So oh, he said we, he finished it in two sittings. Yeah, it's so Roycey and Julie and I have yeah. simpatico TV taste. We really surprisingly, do. Surprisingly, 
He likes a lot of the same shows that we He's like. in touch with his feminine side. That's He's right. said it for years. Maybe he should be doing my job. <laughs> no. <laughs> he would never You're run good. all the buttons. Okay, but You're great, Rocco. Oh, it's, uh, it really is a good show. And people are just gobbling it up like a snack. And there's only seven or eight episodes. It's so... Um, Disappointing because I I really didn't want it to end, but it is perfect. The whole show, the music, I was talking about that yesterday, and I can't, this is really bad musically of me, Rocco, but so the song comes on, Stop Your Sobbing, and I'm like, wait, the Pretenders weren't around in 1964. I had no idea that was a Kinks song, and the Pretenders covered it when they did that in the 80s. Did I, I didn't really know that either. Let's oh, see. Oh, for Here's crying the... out loud. You guys, that's a deep dive. Yeah. This is the Kings. Right, and here's... I don't think I knew this one that much. Yeah, so... Anyway, that song comes on in Queen's Gambit, and just I was just like, what? I made a little note. I'm like, wait a second. Right. That must be the Pretenders covered it, but and that the show little... was satisfying in Good. every way Good. possible. Here's what I want to give people, because I don't know if you watched it yet. Did you ever watch Orthodox? Unorthodox? No. With the gal who was nominated for the... That's a, the four that's, episodes, yeah. Uh, you'll dive in and you won't stop. Yeah. That's another one to watch, and it kind of... I don't think you were around when that was happening. I feel like Stephanie was in town doing the show with me when that first launched or something. Yeah. Um, she watched it and turned me on to it. Another one that I dabbled in last night. Mm-hmm. You know how I like my rom-coms. Yeah. Holiday. Just launched last night. It's a rom-com with Luke, Bracey, Emma Roberts, and Christian Chenoweth on Netflix. A Christmas movie? Yeah. Uh, Too early, Julie. Too early. No, no. Watch some Halloween stuff. Okay, no, there's a study out right now. People are diving in to the the holiday shows already. Well, that's because... But let me just tell you their review. It's so sad. Okay, let me tell you. So it's not too early. It's never too early to smile. So the reviews, this is my favorite one because I didn't finish it, but I'm going to finish it. Um, the review is better than your typical rom-com on Netflix. So That is not saying much. But it's not saying it's bad either. <laughs> it's not saying I'm gonna, it's bad. I'm going to pass on that one and just I'll live vicariously through your yep. review. That'll work for me. And Rocco, I think you would, your li- wife would like Julie and the Phantoms. Julie and the Phantoms? Oh, yeah. People I forgot about Rocco that. Rocco would like that. Casey watched that with yeah, me. Yeah, he said he Rocco, you and your wife yeah. would like that. Not, not Casey didn't watch Emily in Paris with no, me. No, that's too a little mm-hmm. too chick for mm-hmm. him. I said but he it, loved Queen's Gambit, and he was just like, "Oh, that was I know it's over." You like Orthodox? Unorthodox. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty good. It's crazy how just some shows happen, and then all of a sudden, everybody in your universe is watching. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, 
Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah. Right. Well, well that, don't you think this that's is like what that, we have going on right now? Yeah, <laughs> and it's the algorithm of Netflix, and then it pops up right away in a new release. You know, on you know it. it they're smart about it, mm-hmm. and. Saturday morning, uh, Casey was talking to his daughter, and she is a big follower of whatever is new on Netflix on Friday. And she called him Saturday morning. She'd binged the whole thing in one day, and wow. she's like, "Dad, you got to watch the show." So we we're like, you know, you take your advice from you know people that you know that kind of like similar shows yep. and. All of that. Um, we want to thank Donna. We want to thank Joni. We want to thank Anonymous. Oh, good. Thank you, people. Good. We appreciate it. Woo! Woo! Uh, by the way, there pit, was... Pit, pit, I've won. I can't believe an, an ABC executive went on Nick Viles' podcast. You know, he was a bachelor. Yes, he was. Not once, but twice. Twice. Nick Viles. And Ooh. a contestant. On Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. And dated Kristen Jenoworth for a hot second. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So this guy, his name is Robert Mills. He's the head of ABC's, listen to this, alternative series, specials, and late night programming. I, that sounds like a job and a half. Mm-hmm. Anyway, to talk about The Bachelorette. And this is what he told Nick. Okay. He said, um, he said, I think it, Claire was exactly what, we thought she'd be, which is Claire, unpredictable. Because we've, you know, that's not a compliment. No, we it met her in Juan, Juan Pablo's Pablo. season. Was so, she a nut job on that show, on that season? Kind of. Okay. Kind of. But she told him off and we loved it. But she, that was in 2014. She's been hanging around. So 15, 16, 17, 18, Six years. 19. So she's been hanging. She was I on two it. seasons of Bachelor in okay. Paradise, the Bachelor Winter Games. Now, when you say games, hanging around to someone like me, um, what does you? What are you referencing? She's been hanging around. Well, she's just like that's what I think. He, she kind of faded out of the spotlight. Does she, work? Does she have a job? She's a hairdresser. Oh, okay. She's but a stylist. Then he said that nothing ever comes easy to Claire. Okay, <laughs> well, another backhand. Uh, another, and then he said the moment the suits and producers knew Claire had to go was on episode. Three, oh. which we just saw uh-huh. on Tuesday night. After the gr- the group date, they learned how to roast each other, courtesy of Margaret yeah, Cho. Um, she opted to give herself the rose. Oh, she did And not. gave it to herself. She did not. And that's when we started making the calls to replace her. Well, note to future bachelors and bachelorettes the roses are for the other people not yourself that's the game they're like that's, that's it. the game that's it there's 18 guys still in the house oh and she gosh. won't give one of them in the rose and anyway stay with us ian punnett's gonna be with us when we Yay. come back well we are beyond delighted today we have joining us ian punnett of course our very own ian who broadcasts for a long time here at my talk and over at am 1500 and coast and to coast coast to coast ian how Hi, are ian. you i'd like to think you were playing that bumper just for just me since you've been gone, gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Hi, ladies. It's Hello. so nice. And we're in the middle of our project down and dirty. Uh, and, of course, you and Marjorie were in the infamous first one along with the rest of us in the camper at awesome. the fair. It was awesome. It really it was. was. It was a very good time. And I, I hear this one's going really well, too, so I can't wait to hear it. I think it's going to be so cool, Ian. Yeah. I mean, and Lori and I have very limited we lines. We have light character actor very. parts that just require us to speak in our own tone of voice since we're not really <laughs> actors. We're like, there's only three of us that weren't theater kids in our radio family. Crew. Right. And it's right. and we're two of them. We're Yeah, we're two of them. <laughs> well, I love the sound. Of, I love the fact that you all rewrote it for Minnesota, right? That was what I was hearing. Yes. I heard about this back in like early September or something when Amy was telling me about it. It sounded great. It, yeah. It's so exciting. So you are in Kansas City or Kansas. Yeah, yeah I'm in Kansas. I'm in Manhattan, Kansas, That's which right. is in the Flint Hills area, sort of upper in the middle. And it, this is where K-State, Kansas State University is. And um it, flourishing, having a very good time here. Marjorie was loving COVID because she was here for about five straight months while they shut down the TV operations in Phoenix. But then she had to go back and win more Emmys. So she is back there, but she's coming here in a couple of weeks. She'll be here for a little while yet. And you're teaching and you're writing. And are you doing any broadcasting? I know I love you on Twitter, by the way. Uh, I still do the occasional appearance on Coast to Coast AM. I will do the Halloween show this Saturday. Okay. Um, yeah, that's always fun. And then, um, but I, otherwise, I run the alternative rock hip hop station that's on campus. You're and back- so I'm the faculty advisor for that. You're back to your roots. That's how it all started with you. Yeah. Okay, uh, and I don't do anything on the air there. I just tell the kids how to look like stars, and they're doing a great job. Oh, fantastic! So you've been writing. I mean, this is what your fourth yeah. book, fifth book. Well, if you want to know the ugly truth, including the two children's books oh, and the books right. I've contributed to that I didn't write, but I wrote chapters for, or the books that I co-edited. This is my 11th book. Oh, you overachiever, you. You've got so many degrees. You're a deacon. Lori and I are still just Lori and Julia. (laughs) You broke in the house. What are you talking about? Hall of Famers? Oh, big time. Big time. They were the OG. Okay, so the new book sounds so hopeful. How Millennials Can Lead Us Out of the Mess We're In. And you worked. Tell us about it. Well, I I co-wrote this one, so I can't even claim to have written it, although... I was I was sort of the project manager, and I probably wrote about sixty percent of it. But it this is a book that I co-wrote with a um, a rabbi who was born in that part of Palestine before it became Israel, and okay. with a Muslim scholar who was born in the part of the world before it actually became Pakistan. He was, um, and so uh, that's kind of how old the other two guys are. They're very good at what they do and between the three of us writing about the life of moses we we chose from our different traditions a way of looking at leadership lessons from the life of moses which we think are very pertinent to millennials and millennials have got to save us all here this is all we've got to get back together again and millennials we think are just the the, the generation to do it. Well, I'm it's glad, so hopeful. I'm glad that you say that and that mm-hmm. you've written that book because we were just talking about this yesterday that I, I I just feel like because they have 
gone through so much in their short life to, you know, if you count like 2008, you know, with that happening, they've been upended once and then upended along with everybody else, you know, again in 2020. And I just feel like they are, they are the people that are going, that are going to help us and save us. Well, and their, their style of, of management, their style of leadership is very collaborative it's very process oriented um, and it's less about picking winners and losers as it is trying to work out, you know, new solutions. And this is exactly what we need. Plus, I mean, baby boomers, you know, we've had our chance. It's time for us to let go of the wheel. And when you think about it, Joe Biden and Bernie, they're not even baby boomers. They're the generation before baby boomers. They're the silent generation it's just time, you know. I mean, it's just time to really let the the majority of the working world somehow regulate itself and let them take the reins. Um, and that's why. I mean, I think this this will be the last election. I hope between a seventy four year old and a seventy seven year old. Right. Yeah, you I know, think you're right. Them, but. Yeah. So tell us. So you know, who is this book for? Who is our audience in this book? What what things can we glean from this? Well, I think, you know, this. what was interesting about it, we took an approach that millennials, by and large, are kind of what people used to refer to as the bookstore faithful. And they, they love these topics. They read them about as much as anybody, but they don't go to church necessarily. And so we, we really did think that they probably didn't have as deep a background in the Moses story. And since the Moses story connects Islam, Judaism, and Christianity— and, um, you know, a good chunk of the Quran is about Moses, that this is this was a good way for us to look at not just talking about unity, but demonstrating unity. And that's what we did in, in the book. Oh, sounds wonderful. You know, we have not read it yet. <laughs> Full, I, I think you'll enjoy it. I really do. Good. No, really I know. I know I will. We've just been a little bit in the weeds lately, but oh, I, I know we will. But I'm looking on Amazon, Ian. Is it temporarily out of stock? Well, it sells. I I think they only order like eight at a time. So, I mean, I'm not going to get too flattered by, but they have sold out about three times in the last week. Okay. And and so I do know that uh, the publisher is very happy with the orders. And we were the number one new release on the leadership list uh, for five or six days. And we continue to pop up on various Amazon top 10 lists. So we're, we're happy with that. But, it's, you know, we, we just really we are trying to empower millennials to really, you know, it's not just OK Boomer, like shut up other people. But it's about, all right, we'll just do this. We've got to and then we've got to get younger people running. And the RNC and the DNC have got to invest in younger candidates. It, it's time. Yeah, I agree. How yeah. do you, um, because really millennials do get a bad rap. I mean, they're, they've sure. gotten blamed for so many things, but what are some of the things that give you hope about the millennials and the gen, well, the one right well, behind gen them? Z. Yeah, gen, gen Z. Z. Most, all of my students are all Gen Z. Um, and I will tell you, this is why it ties into Moses. Moses was kind of a late bloomer. And uh, Moses did not, uh, he was a palace dweller. He was quite happy at home. Right. Uh, He did not, he was not out there to change the world. But eventually he saw, okay, I'm going to have to do this. And and with enough incentive, he did. Um, And that's that connection to, you know, he also, when he was given the opportunity, when when we, we talk about God speaking to Moses through the burning bush, Moses was like, I need a team. 
I'm not doing this unilaterally. He's, he, w- he was not going to take the, I alone can fix this. And he did not say, I only consult my brain. You know, when I, when I make a decision, he knew that he had to collaborate. And mm-hmm. that's a really good model for, for the readers, I think, in this book. And for everybody, it's a good takeaway that just because you're on a path that doesn't predict your future, uh, and you can always start fresh. You can always rededicate yourself to a, a life of purpose. Mm-hmm. That's huh. such a good. You're so lovely. That is such a good message. <laughs> well, you want to hear something funny? I found Please. in the research for this. Yeah, is that Bernie Sanders is 53 days older than Mount Rushmore. <laughs> <laughs> So I really hope he doesn't run. I think the idea of having presidents as old as Mount Rushmore is really, we need to move on from that. that, Ian, that's pretty funny. So if you're just joining us, we're talking with Ian Punnett. The new book is How Millennials Can Lead Us Out of This Mess We're In. And you've worked, it's a collaborative work with... a Pakistani man. A Jew, and, a Muslim, yes, and a Christian share leadership lessons from the life of Moses is the rest of the book title. And, and Yeah, that's just a, yeah. Ian, awesome. what was something that you learned the most from these um, gentlemen that you worked with? Love the fact that overwhelmingly the Moses narrative in the Bible that Jews and Christians know so well is so similar to what's in the Quran. And so, but the little differences were funny. Like I'll, I'll, I'll pull back the curtain a little bit to say we had to negotiate very little between um, my Muslim scholar co-author and the good rabbi in Miami. Very few things had to be talked out. One of which was, was Moses chasing after a baby goat or a lamb? Because the traditions are very invested in the a goat or a lamb. That's true. And that was that was the one thing I had to. I even wrote about two paragraphs on it in the book that says, "Okay, let's settle this right here now. We'll never know whether it was a baby goat or a lamb, depending on who you ask." So I thought that was really fun. I never knew that that was a controversy, but apparently it is. Well, and you can see where it would be because, like you said, so much is built on the tradition of that. Yeah. Ian, I want to yeah. ask you something in just all seriousness. So there's high anxiety with yeah. the election coming up, and sure. people are so exhausted from what yeah, has sure. gone on with this pandemic and how it's been handled and just everything about it. Um, what is your, like, I kind of, for me, have been calming a few people down in my circle by encouraging them to have magical thinking and positive <laughs> thoughts in order for them not to go into go, the deep dive, go into the deep dive of just worrying and losing sleep. I mean, what, what do you say to people who are just so anxious? Well, I think that what we often feel is that kind of birth pang just before the baby comes out. <laughs> right? right. Is there ever a time when, uh, a mother is having its her easiest time, unless you're talking about an epidural. Well, okay, but um, some of us haven't had children. Well, but I mean, that's the, <laughs> I haven't had any children, uh, but I'm just saying that's the way to me to look at it. Sometimes the biggest stress comes before, before the greatest big. joy. That's what he's trying to say. Got it. Yes, I got it. Yeah. I was with you. And I, th- and I think, and, and as the rabbis say, you know, um, a baby's cry is God's way of saying life must go on. 
Babies are still getting born. A future must still be provided for them. We can't lose sight of that. We know that we can do well every day if we center ourselves and live in the now and not try to play every angle. So when people start telling me about how anxious they are, Mm -hmm. that tends to be from people trying to play too many angles at once. Just let's let's breathe. Let's live in the now. Enjoy Mm -hmm. every moment we can. We have a beautiful fall. Let's look at the leaves. And I tell my students every day, take 15, 20 minutes to go sit under a tree, read a book, write a friend, Just don't try to game the world right now Mm -hmm. because the world is winning, but we we can, we can, we can take our deep breaths and we can do better. And and the harder it is, the better we have to do to match it. You're so lovely. I knew he would have a good answer for us. (laughs) Ian, we're, we're over over our time. It's so lovely to hear your voice and your your wisdom is so profound. Thank you for being on our show today. The new book is How Millennials Can Lead Us Out of This Mess We're In. Um, Thank you. Thank you for thinking my nonsense is wisdom, and I love that. We love you. You know we do. We're so late. I'm going to get teary. We miss you. Say say hi to the redhead. (laughs) All (laughs) All right. right. We'll do. Bye. Thanks. All right. When we come back, we've got We've got a lot of other things to discuss. We'll be right back. Well, we're Science trying. That's what we're trying show. to do. And we're playing a little Elton John because, of course, think about it. He was going to be on a... He had two more years on his worldwide tour, and he says he's coming back out. But just think of all the people that all of the big, huge acts employed, employed yeah. locally when they came yeah. to town. I mean, it's just kind of incredible. And that's those are the people Springboard are trying to help everybody who works under you know the the performing act but elton john he's really grabbed a hold of tiktok julia we posted this and he posted it uh yesterday and it starts out with him at the piano and he's obviously in halloween costume he's he's elvis he's dressed as elvis you have to really see him from the side to see the pompadour because it just looks like uh, elton in a wig and you know i mean he's so but he's yeah he's elvis and then on the chorus of Crocodile Rock, his husband, David Furnish, comes in dressed as uh, in the Dodgers costume. Uh-huh. Of course, they just won, and Elton played at Dodger Stadium. And then his two boys are crocodiles, and they are the in dancers. The it's so cute. It is so, so cute. It is. I don't know. I That just cracked me up when I saw it. I was just like, that like is so so cute. Oh, and he had the Elvis sunglasses on. Mm-hmm. To, you know, the mm-hmm. gold aviators. It, it's darling. I just have to go back to how wonderful it is to hear the calming voice of, of Ian on it. It's Aww. just so lovely. The book sounds really interesting. Um, and he's just such a great guy. Yeah. Yeah, we miss him. We, we miss him. It's been, I don't know, so long so now. So long. Like, and then Marjorie, you know, went on to do the shows without him for a while. And she, she, she still, still has a podcast. podcast with Elizabeth Reese. I don't know if that's happening right the, now I with think, the baby. Uh, I think she interviewed Ian on it. Okay. Um, 
I want to say meet the limit or what is it called? To the I wish we could get you to to cry. I wish you were a better actress and you could start sobbing wildly (laughs) on cue over the fact that nobody has donated anything because, of course, they're driving right now, Julia. Our main people are driving right now. And a lot of our main people are people who are going to be applying for grants. So you can see we're caught between a a (laughs) rock and a hard place. But I wish you could could just burst into hysterical tears. I started to cry when Ian was on. I mean, (laughs) somebody doesn't. You know, like, I wish you could do that. We're not. Maybe Rocco could, like, be a hysterical I feel like having the old morning show on is a super good troll on the current morning show. So there, Jason. What's that mean? Oh, that we had the old. Talking about how good he is. Oh, that's funny. Okay, that's funny. (laughs) Oh, remember that morning show. Oh, remember that one. How much fun it was. Yeah. We love Jason. Yeah. Can I I tell you? I love that they helped us raise funds today. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. No, it was. It's awesome. I you tweeted must have at him. So hard. I tweeted at him. I tweeted a picture of us. I tweeted an Elvis thing. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. You know, sweet. Yeah. Sweet. You know, the other thing I was thinking about is because the show is going to air tomorrow night and just for $10, you can watch it. And that's the video. And we've only been a part of parts of it. So I'm curious how it's all yeah, going to come together. Because it's funny. Thing. I was laughing today. I mean, limited. You know, you and I have limited roles, which is good for everyone listening yeah. because this isn't where we excel. But, but we're key, oh, we're key, key, key lines, key parts. Julia. And, I mean, everything happens on my farm that you think you own right. with me. That's right. Pauline Erndahl. Uh-huh. Well, and think of the team. I know I'm excited, too, because we've only just done our own little parts. Yeah. The team that's behind this. I mean, we talked about clouds last week, right? The, right. The guy that you know produced the cloud song is the guy that's producing the sound, right? Yep, Carl. Carl mm-hmm. Peter Rostein, the guy behind Theater Latte Da, which is amazing theater, right. is directing. And then, if you like the Cat Video Festival, the guy that puts together that video, Pat Lager's putting together the video. I mean, we True. got it's going to be good stuff. It is yeah. for and ten then, bucks. You have all weekend to be able because, like, I had a couple friends who were like. I'm not going to be home t- Friday, Friday night. night. I've got, I'm right, doing right, right. something. How am I? Am I going to miss it if right. I pay my ten dollars? A lot of confusion. and I, what I, you know, it's fun. And then Catherine, we're going to talk to but Peter. But you can and listen Catherine. through when? This is what I'm asking through you. Sunday night, and then it will be aired. It will air that it will air it Monday, Monday night, night, but you won't be seven. able to see the video. You won't right. see the video because the video shows each of us. I mean, they're doing they're videoing us with Zoom. They're videoing us with you know these high tech cameras. I, They're stitching. I it tried to dress every day oh, and wear my Hollywood makeup. Oh, if nothing else, yesterday I really should have seen the sign language I was giving uh, my waxy partner and crying that'd be, over that'd here. That'd be me. That'd be <laughs> Julia. Waxy. He's like. Because the light was You're shining. You're in the best lighting. No, 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 Julia. I am spackling for right. the lighting. Okay? I have so much makeup Overhead on. fluorescent lighting isn't a friend to anybody. I know. Remember who was it that was on Twin Cities Live that it's immediately the changed lighting. the lighting that came in there? I can't remember. But a lot of people do. And everyone has said it's all about the lighting. Yeah. This zooming is all about the lighting. That's right. Yeah. Get yourself good I lighting. discovered this about myself, that if I were, um, a, you know, back in corporate America and being a, zoomy, a zoom, Zoomer all the time in, in my other jobs that I had, I would have had to sit on my hands because I am a hair. I can't look at myself and not fluff or I fix agree. my hair. Same. Same. That it's would very be hard. very, you know, people would not be welcome. 
I would like, uh, quit touching your hair and focus on the corporate needs of this company right now. And then, you know, like I would just take a pen and pretend I was taking notes. But really, you know, I would be, would be I'd be writing notes to myself about how much I hate the person who's droning on and on who loves the sound of their God, own I love voice. You. And then drawing like pornographic <laughs> things. And, no, I would do this all the time in meetings because Rocco, they go on too long. Oh my God. They go on so long and usually there's one or two people who just love to hear themselves talk quite often a guy, in my experience, eighty percent of the time, some guy who says the same thing, by the way, uh, five or six different ways right. to try and sound like he knows what he's talking and about. he yes. probably took an idea you had. And well, then that happened. Back, uh, like it was his own idea. Oh, yeah. Here's We're women. We're around. used to that. My wife <laughs> tells me this stuff all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it happened. It's real. You got to... It's real. Fight it. Fight it. All right, so when we come back, we're going to hear from our director and Catherine Horowitz, who is the flassy gal. Foley. She's a sound designer, Julia. You're flossy. You're flossy. Wassy. All right. You know who they are. They're going to be with us. We'll be right back. Venture X from Capital One is the travel card for people always asking, Where next? You earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.